Greetings one and all, wherever you are in the universe, metaverse, or rainbow, and welcome to the latest edition of an Espresso Shot of Confidence, the podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges, taboos, and unhelpful narratives, and empowers you, yes, you, to be awesome, loudly and proudly. It's time for you to grab a drink and settle in for the next however long this episode is. I'm your host, the Master of Awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we will be talking about having the confidence to step outside your comfort zone and do something that you think right now is maybe impossible. I'm going to talk about that in the context of travel. The world is open again. After the pandemic and the associated restrictions, this year we've been able to get on planes, trains and automobiles and explore the world again. And I, for one, am absolutely happy about that. And even though there have been scenes of chaos around the world and here in the UK with scenes of doomsday, with passport delays, with baggage delays, with queues going out the door, many people have just said, you know what, I'm going to go out and do it. I was one of those people. Over the summer, I spent six weeks in Mexico, Guatemala, and Belize, and it was awesome because travel is truly my thing. It always has been since I first experienced it, my first backpacking trip when I was 22. And this trip took my list of countries I visited to 45, and three of them I liked so much, I ended up staying much longer and living there. I'm and those countries, Thailand, China, and Japan, by the way, travel changes you in many, many ways. It, it certainly expands your mind from somebody who lived um, in a small town all his life, who used to think London was a different world away, to now look back and realize that I've lived in Asia, that I've traveled to numerous continents had conversations in different languages, it certainly opened the mind. But for some reason, this trip felt different. Really different. Because, well, for one reason, I've been going through a bout of anxiety and depression, um, which created all these narratives in my head about everything that could go wrong. And number two, I now have a business to look after as well, my baby, which is my main source of income. So let's talk about the lessons I learned from this trip and how it can help you. How you can apply maybe some of these lessons to your life in general when you're faced with a change or an opportunity to do something new. But it seems impossible right now. So let's start with some travel stories. So a <laughs> little bit of background. So I was 22 when I took my first trip. Um, I backpacked around Europe for, it was going to be six weeks. It was going to be six weeks, but it ended up being two months. This just sums up the way I travel, really. So off I went. I was a student. I had just finished my placement year. I'd saved up a lot of money during that year. And I thought, okay, I've got two choices here. I can keep that money to one side so that I'm not broke in my final year at university 
or I can jump on a plane and bugger off for two months. Um, so that's exactly what I did. So I booked a bus ticket that would give me lots of opportunities to travel around Europe, booked a one-way ticket to Amsterdam because it was a city I was familiar with. I'd already visited there. I was very familiar with it. So I thought it would be a good place to start and explore some of the places I hadn't been because it's a beautiful city. If you've not been there, highly recommend it. Yes, it it has a reputation for certain things, but it's so much more than that. There's so many amazing places to hang out, restaurants, great bars, museums. It's a fantastic place to walk around. If you like just aimlessly walking around cities, exploring the architecture and finding local cafes. It is one of the best cities in the world for that. So yeah, so off I went, I'd booked my, um, my one-way ticket to Amsterdam. I was a little bit nervous about it, but I thought, you know, why not? I'm going to go for it. I'm literally from day one. I loved it. Staying in hostels, meeting people and just having a good time doing as much or as little as, as you want. Now, I remember that first trip, I planned out everything. You know, I'm going to get up at six o'clock every morning and go and do stuff. I'm going to be super active. And I planned everything. I planned everything to the second. I'm And this day, I'm going to be here. And then that day, I'm going to be here. And this day, I'm going to be here. And do you know how long that plan lasted? About 24 hours. Um, I did wake up early on the first day. And then I proceeded to go, why am I doing this? And it was something that I discussed a lot with people during that trip because I, I was 22. I like partying. I like socializing. So I went out a lot um, because certainly at the time in the UK, everything closed really early here. So I was fascinated about the different cultures, the fact and how they celebrated or went out and enjoyed an evening. So I really wanted to do my bit for international relations there. So I'd go out and I'd get back late and I'd go to sleep and everybody would wake up really early and they'd ask me, I mean, what, what are you actually seeing here? Are you actually seeing any of the city? And I'd go, yep. And they'd go, okay, so what did you see today, Ashley? Okay, so I went here, I went here, I went here, I went here, I went there. And they're like, how did you do that? I mean, what time did you wake up? It's like, I woke up at 12. But how did you get to do so much? It's like, well, because by the time I went there, all the crowds that had gone there for opening time had left. All the commuters had stopped going out. So it was easy to move around the city. And I just went where the wind blew me. I was on my vacation. And, and that's the way that I approach it. And I've always approached traveling. I feel like you can do as much or as little as you like visited many countries there some planned some not um it was the first time that i did something that i love to do when i go to a country and that is go to a bus station or a train station and just literally jump on the first bus or train that shows up and uh, that's how i ended up in slovenia <laughs> which was fantastic i literally <laughs> wasn't planning to go to slovenia but that's where i ended up that day and ever since then, I've kind of just gone with the flow. I think it's a nice thing to do. Yes, it, if you're someone who normally likes planning, that can be something that will freak you out. But I, I invite you to try it. 
you know, don't just follow the guidebook. Don't just follow the, the steady trail where everyone else is going. Maybe try somewhere else. I've always been pleasantly surprised. It, up to this day, I've always ended up in somewhere amazing. Okay, so it might not be like full of must-see sites, but I got to meet amazing people, try local food, get off the beaten path and truly experienced the country I was in. So give it a go. So I got back from that trip um, into my final year of university, and I, I struggled. I struggled when I got back. I, I struggled to adjust because I'd seen what the world was like outside, and I wanted more. And from that moment, it was impossible for me ever to really have a, a conventional life, as it were. The The whole plans of getting married, having a house, a mortgage, and all that stuff went out the window because I was always thinking about my next trip, about saving up for my next trip, planning for my next trip. And I truly understand that that is a bit of a deal breaker for somebody who's maybe more of a homebody or somebody that's quite content living in one place so yeah that made it difficult um to uh get into relationships really <laughs> over the years but i kept traveling kept traveling kept traveling and in 2007 i got the opportunity to go to thailand i was going to train to become a teacher well i did train i did train to become a teacher and it was only meant to be for six months it was meant to go out there do some training get some experience come back and then when I got back do my teaching qualifications but within like literally a couple of days of getting off the plane in Thailand I was like I love myself some of this it's amazing here it's beautiful it's warm it's cheap the food is fantastic the people are friendly you know the cost of living is much lower than than the UK everything just felt so much easier there and yeah, sure, there was communication problems because I couldn't speak a word of Thai, but I loved it. I loved the approach to everything. I was completely hooked on Asia. So much so that I didn't even bother applying to go and do my teacher training. I, I came back to the UK, fulfilled the commitments I had um, within the UK, and then I was straight back on a plane back to Asia. Again, no real plan, didn't know what I was going to do, didn't have a job there, but I figured it out. And, and that's one of the key messages that I've learned from traveling. And I've applied this to business and I've applied it almost as a life mantra. Yeah, you can have all the plans in the world. And, and we plan sometimes as humans, we plan and 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 we write down lists and we write down all these things we're going to do and then we proceed to do nothing because we don't back ourselves we don't back ourselves to actually do it to succeed in it to generate results from it we don't believe enough or don't want it enough we don't believe that that lifestyle is op is open to us those results are open to us and what we end up doing is staying stuck. And through travel, I learned that there's always a solution. There's always an option. You've just got to back yourself and go for it. And there's no better way to do that 
than jumping on a one-way ticket with a limited funds and no plan. <laughs> because it may sound reckless to some of you, but what it does from a, from a brain point of view is it certainly gets you to focus because it's simple. You've got to take actions. You know, you've got limited funds and you've decided that, you know, in my example, I didn't want to live in the UK. So I simply had to find a solution. I simply had to find a way to stay there or make my money go a lot further. And that's exactly what I did. And I've applied those lessons to business, to life. For example, with the pandemic, when that hit, much like many business owners out there, I went from having a full schedule. I was coming into one of the busiest times of the year for myself, my business. My calendar was filling up nicely and I was dreaming of all oh, my life. I'm going to have one hell of a nice summer this year. I'm making some serious pennies. That's going to be a lot of beers in and a nice beach resort somewhere. And then just like that, my income went. My income went. My calendar just emptied. And I was like, ah, this is a problem. And what I was working on at the time, there was a lot of uncertainty in that. And it was like, okay, I'm in danger of getting completely shafted here. So for a couple of days while people were figuring things out, you know, I just took and I absorbed it and absorbed the fact that I felt crap. It was sad, scared, was afraid. And then after a few days, I thought, right, it ain't going to sort itself. So it was about controlling the things that I could control and not worrying too much about the things that I couldn't. So I kind of got back to it, started contact people, offering different things, thinking about different offers, different ideas. And within like a couple of months, I'd had my best month ever. And I was generating some serious cash. And the good thing was that because of the, um, the had nowhere to spend the bloody stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I started putting it into a fund and thought, okay, whenever this, this pandemic ends, whenever we can start traveling again, I'm going to have that bloody trip. It's just going to be a lot longer and a lot nicer. And uh, that's exactly what I did this summer with the six weeks. This year has been a big year for me in a lot of ways. There's been a lot of growth. As I mentioned at the start, I've been going through a bout of anxiety and depression. There's also been a lot of ups and downs. And I made a decision and I made a choice. I didn't make a decision. I made a choice. I wanted to take some time out of the business and just be me. Not go and be a digital nomad, go and transfer my office to somewhere nice, warmer. I wanted to go out and just take six months, six, six months. I'd have loved to have taken six months out and I probably could have, but I decided that six weeks was a good amount of time. It felt right. I leaned into it and I was like, yeah, this is the ideal time for me right now. So I took six weeks out and recently I've been learning Spanish. I've never mastered a second language and I've always wanted to. I've got good at some, you know, when I was living in China, um, English was pretty useless to me out there where I was living. So I enrolled in a course and got a tutor and got to a decent level of Mandarin within six months. It's gone now because I haven't used it in 11 years, but I was really happy with the progress I made. And, and same with Thai, 
you know, I, I was engaging conversations every day, but I've never really sat down and actually truly learned with the intention of mastery. It was always more of a need. I needed to communicate, you know, I needed to feel more independent. I didn't want to rely on people. Now I'd started learning Spanish for fun. And the fact that I wanted to start seeing a different part of the world, that being um, Latin America. So I thought it's time, time to go and practice some of this stuff. Now, bearing in mind, I'm a beginner. I'm, I'm a beginner Spanish learner. And I'm not doing that in the sense that I'm underestimating my ability. I have limited Spanish, simple as. Yet I, I'm doing pretty well on the reading and the writing. I'm doing pretty well in that. But in terms of a the ability to speak and communicate, I'd had limited practice. And I thought, right, I've got to go and practice. So off I went, but there were doubts. There were doubts there before I booked the trip. When I said six weeks, I was like, can I take six weeks out of the business? Can I do that? Would that be okay? Are people going to forget me? Is this going to damage the, the work that I've done to establish my brand and my business on LinkedIn and other social media platforms? Are my clients going to go away? They're going to be pissed off that I'm taking time out and not going to be there to support them. And in the end, I thought it's important to me as a person to take this time out, to recharge my batteries, to give my brain a break, to get away, to change the scenery and go and practice my Spanish. So off I went. And the one thing that I always say to my clients and is a big part of my social media messaging. The world will not explode if. And that's exactly what I said to myself. I practiced what I was preaching. And I said to myself, Ashley, the world's not going to explode if you go to Mexico. So I booked my trip. Very excited when I actually booked it. And then completely straight away second-guessed it. Because it was a change. It was a change. And, and like I said, mentally, my mental health hadn't been brilliant this year. So immediately I started catastrophizing a little bit about all these things that could go wrong. All these things that might happen, that I might get sick, that my, my eardrums would explode on the plane, that I'd get trapped in Mexico and never be able to come back home. All of these things. And I was just baffled because I'm someone who's traveled a lot. And I was like, what's going on here? What's happening here? And I know part of it was because I lost confidence a little bit in my ability to travel because some of these things did happen in the past. You know, I remember a few years ago, I had a panic attack on a plane, which wasn't the most enjoyable of uh, experiences at all. And I'm someone who loves flying. But now the prospect of flying that anticipation before I do it is quite a loaded situation for me. But every time I get to the airport, the moment I get there, the moment I get on that plane, I'm there. I'm like, kid in a sweet shop because I do like flying. I love flying. I love looking at, I love the experience of flying. I really do. I love looking out the window on takeoff, landing. Love seeing the world from below. From above, even. I'd quite like to see it from below as well. But so I've had, yeah, so I was battling that. 
And and this is the thing, you know, when when you let fear take over, you can stop yourself from doing absolutely anything. And if it gets too much, you can stop yourself from doing things that you love, things that light you up. And I was determined that I was not this year going to be controlled by anxiety and irrational thoughts. And it wasn't going to stop me from doing what I wanted to do. So off I went and I did it. And I'm super happy to announce that the world didn't explode, that my business is still here. I'm still here and life is good. (laughs) So my advice to you, if you've got something that you want to do, something that you think right now is bloody impossible, that it's like a pipe dream. Start taking steps to make it a reality. Back yourself. Go for it. Challenge the bullshit that's going on in your head. Ask it. Where's the evidence? Is this real? How much do I want it? I really want it. I'm going to go and bloody do it. And then do it. Think about the actions you need to take. And then take them. Don't just write it down and then bottle it. Go for it. Go for it, 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 it because you bloody well deserve it. And yes, when we make these choices, we start second guessing ourselves. Because if we're living in a comfort zone, our brain immediately wants to keep us there. That's what it's doing. It's programmed to keep us safe. Our body is programmed to keep us safe. So when we see something that's like, completely different from our norm that's why we start reacting in a negative way cold sweats anxiety all of that because our body releases a load of adrenaline and our brain actually sees things as a system error you know a little bit like a computer when there's a system error it goes it's exactly what happens with your brain it processes it like a system error and immediately it's trying to reset to normal if you think about a big choice you made in your life did you immediately second guess it afterwards did you immediately say to yourself oh jesus what have i done that's it in practice so keep on challenging yourself on that on those thoughts and then if it truly 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 is something you want to do something that will make you happy something that will move the needle in your business go and do the bloody thing back yourself, believe in yourself and do it. And then when you've done it and the world hasn't exploded and things are good, you're going to probably say, why the bloody hell didn't I do this sooner? And and on you will get with your life. Moving forwards, feeling more confident in your ability to get shit done. So travel. Yes, travel. So that's what I did with um, this trip. I went ahead and I did it. The moment I got on that plane in London, Heathrow, I was just like a kid in a sweet shop. Honestly, I truly was. I was so excited about the fact that I was going to a completely different part of the world, a different continent than I'd ever been to, different countries that I'd never been to before. And when I got there, it was awesome. I dove straight in. I was like, right, I'm here now. I've got to speak Spanish. So I took my A1 level Spanish and dove in. I asked questions. I engaged with things. I spoke to people. And the first lesson I learned 
was it would probably have been a good idea if I'd learned to count to more than 10 before I got there. Because there wasn't much opportunity to use the number zero to 10 because everything was pretty much priced above 10 pesos. So I had to quickly learn that on the streets and by asking constantly, you know, I was asking Quanto Questo, how much is it? And I'd be listening and I was able to put two and two together, you know, simply by the fact, okay, well, I know that's not 100. So if I give them 100, I'll be able to figure out how much it is by the change. And yeah. And then I quickly learned as well. I, I downloaded a, a numbers chart and, and listened and practiced. And within a week, I could count to a thousand in Spanish. And that's that's the brilliant thing about being immersed in a language. You pick it up so much quicker. Engaging in these conversations was a step out of the comfort zone. Because I knew basic questions and answers. And I knew that if it went off script, I wouldn't understand. But I still put myself in those situations because I thought, that's just, this is the way I learn. This is the way I'm going to improve my Spanish. This is the way I'm going to gain new vocabulary and engage with local people. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun just having random conversations with my broken Spanish. But the, the thing I found is when I've traveled, people really appreciate the effort, not walking into a country and assuming everyone will speak your bloody language because you're a tourist and it's a tourist country. I, I find that attitude quite ignorant, actually. We don't have to go there and be fluent in the bloody language, no. But making an effort to know the basics is always massively appreciated. It really is. And, it, and if you're confident enough to use it, you can go and do some cooler stuff. You can go to local restaurants, street food vendors. And if you go to Mexico or Thailand or any countries like that, you need to be eating street food. Honest to God, street food is amazing there. Why would you not eat it? Why would you not eat it? So dive in. It's cheaper. It's fresher. And yes, you'll be, oh, yeah, but it's dirty. It's been sat there all day. Look, you want to get food poisoning, go to a posh restaurant. You're more likely to get food poisoning there. Go where the locals are. Go where the locals are. And you'll get authentic tastes, authentic flavors, and you'll love it. And Mexico, oh, my life, Mexico is an amazing place for food. And I was, I was a little worried uh, when I went there because I'm a vegetarian and I love street food. And I thought, am I going to get to miss that quintessential part of Mexican culture? And the answer was a resounding no, I got to enjoy it. It was amazing. I'd just go, you know, and speak to them. And it's like, um, tienes uh, comida vegetarian? Do you have vegetarian food? And most of the time they'd go, yes. And some places will give you an option. Some places you get what you're given. And then on very rare occasions, if they, they were a specialist store, They'd say no, because we only sell pork. But every time everyone was super friendly, super nice, and I got to eat the most amazing food. So dive in, dive in, dive in. Give something a go. How can you say you don't like something if you've never even bloody tried it? I don't get it. I don't get how you can say you don't like something if you've never even attempted it. That you'll say it ain't for me if you don't have any clue whether it would be for you or not. 
So I'd always say when you go to a country, and I think these lessons apply to life in general, give things a go. How do you know they won't work if you haven't done it? How do you know? Like, like Yoda says, you do or you do not. There is no try. Give things a go. Do it. If it works for you, fantastic. You've learned a new skill. You've found a new hobby. You've maybe made a new friend. You've got a new favorite food. If it doesn't work for you, you know not to do it again in the future. Dive in. Dive in. Highly recommend it. So as you can probably tell, I'm a huge fan of travel and would highly recommend going seeing the world because I really it really expands your horizons it really gets you to start challenging yourself in new ways it gets you to step out of your comfort zone and you can apply those lessons to life you can start going after things you can start chasing your dreams you can start going you know what I don't accept that I don't accept that life that I'm living right now because I really want this so how am I going to make it happen and when your body starts saying to you, or your mind starts saying to you, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. You'll never be able to do that. Why are you thinking that? You could start challenging it. You could start asking, where's the evidence? You can start going, okay, I'm going to take this step, this baby step, and that's going to bring me closer to this dream. Because I wholeheartedly believe that so many of us hold ourselves back from really, really pursuing the things we give a shit about. There's numerous reasons for it. We do it because of convention. We do it because of shoulds. We do it because, you know, there's pressures on us for whatever reason to do it. We're scared how we might be perceived. We're scared how our family will react. We don't think it's possible. We think it's impossible. We think, how can I go traveling when I've got a family of four? And I know so many people that have decided to challenge that and go for that, whether you're single, married, with kids, they've challenged that thinking. They've challenged that thinking. Same with starting businesses, same from working. I know people that work from camper vans. They're just traveling around in their camper van and they work there. I know people that are working remotely. I know people that have gone, okay, I want a job that's going to give me six weeks off a year seven weeks off a year, eight weeks off a year, or alternatively a job that will enable me to work in a warm place during the winter. And they've taken steps to make that happen. And you can too. Now, it might not be travel that you're looking for, but there may be things that you want in your life. You know, maybe you want to spend more time with your kids. You want a job that, you know, you only work four days a week. You want to be working more within the community. You want more time to go and pursue your hobbies. Whatever it is, you know you. You know the things that you truly want, the things you truly value. My question is to you is why are you stopping yourself from doing that? Why are you stopping yourself? And what steps can you take to make your dream become a reality? And that is my espresso shot of confidence for this episode. You can make your dreams become a reality. You've just got to start taking those steps to make it happen. And if you keep on taking those steps, you will make it happen because you're awesome. You've got this and you are the person who is writing 
your narrative, not anyone else. Never forget that. Back yourself, be your cheerleader. And if that involves getting on a plane, get on the bloody plane, go and enjoy yourself because you deserve it. And speaking of that, it's time for me to start thinking about my next trip. One of my main goals when I started this business was to have a business that would enable me to travel more, to take time out of the business, to actually go and enjoy traveling and not having to worry about where the next paycheck's coming from. So I'm going to go plan my next trip. I'm thinking Colombia is my next destination. So my question to you is, where are you going? And on that note, Thank you so much for listening. As always, wherever you are in the universe, have an awesome day, life, week, year, afterlife. You are awesome. And as always, don't forget to be awesome.